And we are off and running with episode number seven of the Rosie Report Spring Training Edition from Goodyear, Arizona and Guardian Spring Training. Jim Rosenhouse along with you. Thanks so much for downloading and listening to our show on a regular basis. We recap yesterday's events up in surprise. Tough one for the Guardians as they lost to the Kansas City Royals 19-9. A tough day, obviously, pitching-wise all around. It's coming up on today's show. We will hear about the makings of a new theme song for a franchise that has changed its name in the offseason and everything that goes along with that. Part of that is We Are Cleveland. That is the, the new song for the Guardians, and we'll visit with Court Berry Tripp and talk to him about that. But first, there were some player moves yesterday and some other news. Guardians manager Terry Francona talked about it prior to yesterday's game in surprise, including the move to send Gabriel Arias to minor league camps. He had a great camp. Uh, I, I don't know, what was it, eight, six for 14, eight for 14. He, he was terrific. Um, we tried and hopefully we're successful in explaining to him how much we love him. Because on a day when the kid's going down, sometimes that message isn't readily accepted. I think he understood. I'm, I'm hopeful. Um, this kid, we think his future is so bright. We don't always maybe agree on the timetable. And we, well, we fess up to that. But we just think, if he can go to AAA and knock the door down, then he has a much better chance of coming to Cleveland, not only ready to maybe stay there and not go back, but help us win. And that's the hope. And I hope we conveyed that to him. Will he stay at shortstop, Tito? He'll probably play short and second, but again, I would maybe defer to we were just trying to trying to make sure we had a good meeting with him today. Um, that maybe comes in the next couple of days. The other thing is too is he so the guys that are going to AAA they need to they're leaving Thursday, so they need to play like some full games. It's kind of weird. You're leaving this early. This early. Am I? I'm right. Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. They're Thursday. I think they play the fifth. Yeah. They 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 open up in. Either Bethlehem or wherever that whatever that is over there near Philly. Oh yeah, the, uh, the Wilkesbury. Somewhere there. Yeah. So they that the bus over. So they're they give them time, a couple of days, to get apartments. They have some local thing. So I think they have like a play ball event or something. Yeah. So so they're leaving. So we want to get guys playing. Naylor cleared to play tomorrow? Yes. Yeah. He was actually, uh, it would have been today, but he was in minor league game, got pushed back because they, they're off on Sundays. That was his back-to-back. Obviously, that didn't, wasn't going to happen. So, yeah, he will play with us tomorrow. With the Beaver pitching in the minor league game today, and, and was there what what went into thinking went into that? Uh, we we communicated with him just you know preference and thing. We're, we're playing Kansas City. We're going to play him again in what ten days or something. 
Um, that that is all, and it gives us a chance to look at more the more other other guys in an A game. So it, it kind of helps. We got a couple guys staying back today. Carl will stay back with them. Gives me a chance to have Sweeney in the dugout, which is always nice thing compared to Carl. Is <laughs> <laughs> Beaver pitching today? Did you say? Yeah. Okay. So is uh, Morgan, Stefan. Yeah, there's there's yeah there's yeah Sandlin yeah. Sandlin's okay, right? I mean, this is just. Just, yeah, we're just yeah. He actually threw the ball really good in his last. We're just trying to. We're just we need to take care of these guys. It's hard. It's hard to do it. But you've heard me say it a million times. You can't just do it when it's convenient. That's not right. So do you have a little more clarity in the middle of the diamond then with with Rosario and? Irwin? Well, I mean today, uh, Ahmed is playing left field today. You know, probably play left field the next couple of days. I mean, again, we're, 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 we're supposed to rain tomorrow, so we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. But, and I talked to him yesterday because I want to make sure he knew. One, I wanted to make, because we had talked to him early in camp, and he's like, hey, I can do whatever, which we appreciate. But I just wanted to make sure he understood that, you know, he's such a pro that, that I don't want any of our players ever feeling like we're just, playing like rotisserie, you know, I mean, I, I, and he, he was really good, which we appreciate. So we'll probably play him out there next couple of days and just to see it, just to get him comfortable there. We'll see where that goes. How much has he got a chance to work out there? In not a ton, not a ton. Um, but again, if he, I mean, last year, that first game wasn't real pretty. And we saw kind of what he turned himself into. So I, I think with some repetition, my guess is that he'd be fine. If he happens to mess a couple of balls today, it's it's March 28th. It's Nobody's going to remember later in the year. That's Guardians manager Terry Francona prior to the ball game yesterday against the Royals over in Surprise. Well, with the name change for the franchise, switching from Indians to Guardians, Branding has to be completely changed as well. And to go along with that, a new theme song, you hear it at the beginning and the end, parts of it. Uh, and we'll do it a little bit differently today. We'll play the longer version today at the end. But uh, how do you come up with that? Well, Court Berry Tripp, he's the director of communications and also player relations. But I tell you, folks, music is in this man's veins. Uh, he loves music, has been a long time fan and consumer of music of all genres and uh, he was a driving force in organizing and then having some input and trying to convey what the franchise was looking for in a new song is it a big deal to some probably not to others absolutely and hopefully it's something that you'll enjoy as time goes by we had a chance to visit with court earlier in spring training and he talked about the process you get to do a lot of neat things in your job, mm -hmm. but I imagine when when they came to you and said, "Hey, uh, first time in a hundred years, <laughs> we got a new name and and uh, need to do some things along those lines musically," what was your reaction when they said, "Hey, you you want to be involved in 
coming up with a new song and, and something for branding. For sure. So, you know, that dialogue started with uh, Curtis Danberg and I, and certainly there was a practical need. We had a an existing track, it's Tribe Time Now, that I think had existed since uh, about 2005, 2006. So we needed a replacement track for that. But we also had the opportunity to help tell the story around the new Guardian's name um, and how you know fiercely protective people are of our city and our community and each other, um, especially around the tenets of pride, loyalty, and resilience. So music uh, as a vehicle for storytelling is obviously very powerful, and uh, it, it became a, a fun initiative to sort of project manage. And getting to know you during your time with the organization, music means a lot to you. So because of that, how is that helpful in this project? Uh, I think if you spend a lot of time in, in those sandboxes, I mean, the, the cool thing about music as a hobby, whether you approach it as a performer, uh, someone who enjoys learning about bands, music history, you never run out of stuff. And I think, you know, being the go-between uh, f- for a professional sports team while speaking to musicians allows you to sort of speak both languages, which is a very common skill set necessary for what we do in communications and player relations. And uh, I think just that the natural knowledge and the, the natural pull I feel towards music and a lot of the things that exist there. I think are really advantageous through all the steps of a process like this. A lot of talented musicians in Northeast Ohio. How did you identify who should be a part of this? Uh, Well, Sam Getz and Jimmy Weaver are uh, two local musicians who sort of front uh, Welshley Arms. And a friend of mine, Mark Ciappello, who works out of Los Angeles um, for a company that helps manage their group uh, back in, I'd say, 2013, reached out after I joined uh, the Cleveland franchise saying, you know, I got a local a local group I need to put you in touch with. You know, you got to hear these guys. And from, from that point on, Sam and Jimmy kind of became friends and uh, sort of joined uh, the family, so to speak. And we've, we've done some cool things over the years with them. They've performed at the ballpark. Some of their, uh, some of the music they've released under the band's name has shown up in some of our brand campaigns, uh, but their their particular skill set is uniquely matched to a to a project like this, and they're able to take, you know, a vision for something and then use their musical talents and uh, experience to really bring that to life. So they have a studio on the west side that they work out of, and with a lot of other other musicians but they seem like the perfect people for a job like this what was their reaction when you reached out to them about this uh sam and jimmy are huge fans of cleveland baseball so you know they were all in from the from the get-go of that and you know there's some other things that you you need to sort through with their management team in a process like this but they were uh and still are very very excited to to be involved in this to to produce a track that possibly becomes sort of the fabric of our organization for a, another number of years. Now, if you're regular listeners to the, the exhibition games in Goodyear and, and some of our other programming, you've heard some snippets of, of the tracks. Uh, Brian Matze is going to have the, the full thing queued up at the end. But the, the start of the process, how did you get from, 
from beginning to end, and obviously that's a way open-ended question, but but where do you start with something like this to, to get to a good place eventually? So um, initially we, we kind of had, uh, you know, I, I had some initial dialogue with them, but then we pulled in some other members of our organization, um, Nick Gambone, Jason Wiedemann from our, our live experience and uh, brand teams um, to sort of paint a picture for Sam and Jimmy of what we were looking for and and to get their thoughts on you know what is what is the Cleveland sound uh, what things are important sonically to people here you know in terms of rock and roll melding with the blues and you know what does that look like and also creating an opportunity for us to share with them the story around the, the new Guardians name and sort of those pillars that we think represent the personality of our city um, and from there, it's really, I use the analogy of storyboards. So, you know, if you are putting together a, a movie or a, a commercial, that, that starts with storyboarding. So in music, what that looks like, um, they call them sketches. So the initial, the initial phases were Sam and Jimmy, I think the first round, we had, we had three or four rounds of this, but they would produce a set of sketches of different types of songs for us to listen to. And then we pulled in a group internally on our end of about 10 different people that would listen to each one of them to try and pull together some objective feedback. And uh, then we would communicate that back to Sam and Jimmy and they would come back with another round of them. And there there might be, they were, they're very easy and open-minded to work with so that, you know, they ask a lot of questions about, you know, um, which parts of this sketch did you like, you know, which, which brings out that emotion you know that's a big aspect of music and uh i'd, I'd say that that's kind of how we worked through the the process to to land on a song structure or a skeleton that we really liked and then we could work off of that and you got some other local artists involved why was that important and then who were some of those who were, were willing to participate yeah I, th- I think um in addition to sam and, and jimmy's talents we were really, really interested in trying to bring in a diverse set of, of voices into this song, and it was important for us, for all the musicians to be local. So uh, on Sam and Jimmy's end, they brought in Brian and John Bryant, who are a husband and wife team that initially started doing a lot of background vocals for Welshley Arms and other acts in our area, and they were doing it so frequently that Sam and Jimmy and, and the other guys invited them to be a permanent part of the group. So they came in for background vocals, and then um, Joey Hanna, who uh, everybody calls Coach, is a really, really talented drummer who has toured with the likes of Bootsy Collins and Gavin DeGraw, and he's another big Cleveland baseball fan, and I guess in talking to Sam and Jimmy, really wanted to be part of this. Uh, and then the last uh, woman, Stacy Richardson, that kind of came together really serendipitously. Um, this off season, I went to a Cleveland music industry panel discussion and networking event. Um, I'm always trying to get my arms around the local scene, and there were a lot of venue owners and people trying to to pull different groups together, all in the name of strengthening Cleveland's music community. And uh, I met Stacy at that event. And didn't really tell her where my head was at, but found out a little bit about her background. Um, she herself is a prominent vocalist that has toured, 
and uh, at, at one point hit it off on the Letterman set with Paul Schaefer. I believe he heard her rehearsing and asked Stacy if she would then help him every third year when Cleveland hosted the Rock Hall induction ceremony. So she became uh, another prominent vocalist on this track. And I think as the results demonstrate, like what she brought to the table is incredible. You know, you can hear her voice in the, in the bridge part that we wrote and um it really adds a crescendo late in the song that i i think gets you going when it was all said and done and you heard the finished product initial strong reaction favorably or sometimes artists they hear something that they contributed to or were a part of and they're like "Eh, you know i don't know if people are gonna like it or not that kind of thing what were your reactions um you know i think through the sketch process you know you hear things that you might have mixed feelings about, but when when we heard the final track, um, I felt really really proud, and I think my first my first thought was like, we've got it, this is it. Uh, and I another unique quality of music or any art that didn't exist, you know, three months ago that song, and and now there is something out in the world that multiple people contributed to, and you know you know the parts of parts of it that you contributed to and and now it's just kind of in the zeitgeist so to speak and uh we'll see what happens with it among the fan base you know we want it to be organic but early returns i think people are really taken to it and it's got some good hooks and again at the end of the day the emotion that it pulls out of you uh is most important and i think that's that's the cool thing about music Gord, fascinating really is thanks a lot for coming by i appreciate it thank you rosie that is Courtberry Tripp from Guardians PR, and we certainly thank him for all of his efforts in helping to put together a new song. And as we finish up our show today, the full version of that song. But first, uh, thanks going out to Court, Bart Swain, Austin Controllis from Guardians PR for all of their help all the time in uh, lining up our guests. It was an easy one for Court today, of course. And uh, here's the long version of the song, and uh, we hope you enjoy that as we head on out and... Uh, Thank you for downloading and listening to The Rosie Report.